Which side do you want? I'll be the Russians. <laughs> Who should we knew first? Um, let's see. How about Las Vegas? Las Vegas.
So what about Wonder Woman? What? She's... I love her! She's apparently... The backstory is she's from an island of other women that look just like her. She talks about the island she's from. Yeah. I forgot the name of the island. Uh, I'm sorry, I can't remember. She is from an island, yes. So classic so TV. What's about? What is it about classic TV that you like about Wonder Woman? Well, for one thing, some of this stuff was around when I was a child, but I wonder why I didn't watch it. I was in the household of seven. I was only was we only had one TV, and if you came into their TV room, you were going to watch what my dad watched, and it was westerns, uh, mostly westerns. He liked the the, the Wild West. Wow, Wow West. Yeah, so Bonanza, Dada. Wow, wow, all West. the old westerns, every wow, one of them, West. I'm very familiar with. But why didn't I ever watch uh, Wonder Woman? I would think it would have been on when I was growing up. Did they have the computer in that episode with the robot? I think there is a Wonder Woman episode with a robot. I've seen uh, like maybe a half a dozen or more now. Again, I just discovered this channel in the month of October, so we're only halfway through. And then I so if I'm on uh, writing, journaling, actually in the daytime, I will turn on Lucille Ball is on a lot in the daytime, and then the hero shows are on at night. Yeah. You know what's funny about um, the the old um, Wonder Woman is they have that computer and they say computer uh, tell us this answer to this question and then he has to take all day long to think about it and then the little robot uh, the next morning brings a printout of the report of the question. Cool. Have you seen it that? Me, when I see the old computers. Yeah. And the old uh, computer screens, yes, I've seen some in episodes with these superheroes. I think of uh, George Orwell. Yeah? The way he describes uh, the computers back in the day. Oh. Oh, they were not called computers. They were called something else. They were called talking screens or something like oh. that. Oh. Oh. He did not say the word in his writing, computer. Talking boxes or talking screens. Oh, interesting. And the guy, uh, the key fact, the key character in George Orwell's 1984, now I can't say his name, is putting, typing inside uh, data that goes to the talking screen. Yeah. That's, that's a computer if you've ever seen, could ever figure that out. So you never, know? maybe they didn't have the word back then, or just he just didn't want to use that word? There was no word for computer in 1947, apparently. Or maybe he would be, you know, uh, if it would be illegal for him to use that word. I don't know what was going on in 1947. That was 10 years before I was born. Mm, interesting. So, George Orwell, huh? It wasn't until the 80s that I started hearing about the computer. What was your first computer? Um, well, we had CDOS. Um, 
I, I recall my daughter's first computer because we helped her buy it. It was that great big 80-pound Mac with the big all-in-one. Uh, my first computer was an IBM. It was just as big and heavy, and it had Windows 95. Oh. I was doing CDOS at the computer lab because I was in school then. In uh, 96, 7, 8, 9, 2000 and 2001, I was getting my degree in computer science. And you were doing Windows 95? Yes, Windows 95, and it was changing to Windows 97 or 8. But CDOS was a class. And C programming. Oh, C. And what kind of applications were you making? I didn't really make much in as much as I took the course. I did a multimedia class that was, I forgot what software it was on, but it's so outdated it's not even around anymore. Oh yeah? You know, yeah, she was, she was trying to explain that's how people make video games and cartoons is from this multi-disc program. We had to write the program for the background for moving our objects. And uh, I struggled with that. I, uh, I don't know, maybe I could see into the future that that, that wasn't going to go. It was, you know, and I'm not a programmer mind. I don't have the mind of, of playing with code all day long. Uh, I don't know why. However, I got a degree for office application in computer science. In 2001, I dinked around with it for about five and a half years. Yeah? And it's pretty much all outdated now. Do you ever have any of those old computers sitting around? I did have. I had this, this iMac, and I was carrying it from storage center to storage center. I finally let it go. I don't know whose hands it fell into. Um, but I finally let it go. iMac? Yeah, the old iMac, the old original, the very first Apple, yes. What? I was carrying it around up here in Minneapolis. I, I, It had been out of use back in Illinois, and I put it in the moving van. I figured the, the grandsons would want to play with it. Oh, heck no, they don't want to play with it. <laughs> <laughs> no way, it's for, it's for old, it's for nostalgia. More like someone like you, you know? Yeah. It was the one we used on dial-up. The IBM, I can't remember because it crashed fairly quickly. Uh, it just couldn't hold the, the Windows 95. And the computer, the uh, IBM that supported it, was not keeping up with the times. And it crashed. And there no, was no fixing it. I don't know what it was, whether we were putting the pictures on the hard drive or oh. <laughs> my husband was playing online car. Yeah. I mean, it just it just did not hold up. It, it was not repairable after a couple of years. So I was more than happy to switch to uh, Apple. Okay. And my Apple never crashed. It just got slower and slower. Remember when Windows 95 came out? It was such a big deal. They had the cast from Friends that did the advertising. Jennifer Aniston and Joey or whatever. Joey Buttafuoco. <laughs> See, I don't remember the advertising, but I do remember I was in college when Windows 95 came out. 
right when it came out, then I was in college for that. Mm. Yeah? Oh, yeah. What'd you think of it? Oh, it was fascinating back in the day. I much liked Windows more than I liked uh, CDOS. Mm. I C work with one guy, he still does a CDOS program. Yeah. He can get into it. And our Home Depot computers. So yeah, they Home Depot started with CDOS. Oh yeah. Did they? But no, not anyone uses it, but this one old guy does. He's a, he's a computer geek. What was CDOS like? Well, you had to know commands or you got nothing. Commands? You typed in a command and you got a report, or you got a link, or you got something. So, you had to learn commands. There was no way around it. Oh. So, there was a black screen, and it had this C prompt, or whatever it was, and you had to type in there. In fact, that's where uh, Snowden learned on CDOS. Oh, did he? Yes. He came up in the 90s when it was still CDOS. Oh. He was a child, though. Oh. So, here's a child learning on CDOS. Snowden. Now, that guy had to been talented. Yes, did, uh, was his mom asking, did you do your homework, Eddie? Eddie, did you do your homework? No, I'm on CDOS, Mom. He seemed to have very clever skills of getting around his mother and his dad. They mm. had no control over him. So he's toying away on CDOS and playing Super Mario Brothers? Yep. Unbelievable. What else did you learn about Snowden? Well, I like the idea he says that you don't use a cell phone unless you, um, whatever he did, he broke, broke it or broke into it and took the the phone out uh, not the phone he took out the camera yeah and then he had phones that were just phones they had no internet on them so I have learned from Snowden I have tried not using Google so I talked to this geek when I got this phone for my birthday yeah. I got an upgrade at the T-Mobile shop, this geek from uh, Chanhassen, or Shasta, I can't remember, I mixed those two up. He was training down in Lakeville, this high school kid. Maybe just gonna be a junior in high school. And he's, and he's, we're talking about anything tech related. Like cash apps, that's what they do for a hobby, and I've mentioned this before. But he mentioned about having a decoy phone. What's that? A decoy phone. So, I have my Google, and I, I think I have my Facebook and my Google. Because those are two, and of course Apple does their own spying. But they're, they're, they're different about it. I somehow believe they're different. But Google and um, Facebook, they're what I call bigger, uh, let's just use the word W-H-O-R-E. They're, they seem to be bigger into it, you know? And so I leave my Facebook and my Google on my old, I have an old iPhone 6. And so, uh, and then on my new iPhone, you can put 
fast nut to track, and you can put, um, you can turn off so that when you're not using the app, nobody knows where you are. That's an Apple feature. Except for Apple, I'm sure knows. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. All of this from uh, Snowden, huh? Yeah. So I kind of learned that from Snowden. You know, try to keep things private. The master of the universe. I think he's not done doing whatever he's doing. Brad Cooper. Yeah. Well, he's an introvert, and, and introverts love having years to plan and plot. He's planning and plotting something. Is he? What is Why he doing? Why wouldn't he be? Do we know? He's a mastermind. There's no doubt in my mind that Snowden is a mastermind. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's Snowden. Him and his pineapple fields. Yeah. So, do you ever want to go back to Windows ninety five? I don't. I don't see why, unless it's for a tour. Like I'm touring a, some kind of a retro lab, just for nostalgia. Like somebody can make a museum with nostalgia equipment, put the old beta in there, and then original VHS and yeah. put the original computers in there and just like a place where you go pay and tour. Oh, cool. Yeah, I would go there. Yeah, and they'd, and they'd have dial-up. I yeah. wouldn't mind visiting it. I just don't see how it fits my life right now. Well, that would be so cool, though. Yeah. I'm a retro technology computer. You know, you can actually go see an emulated version of Windows 95 on an inter on the internet. Somebody put it on a website. Cool, dr thank you. Dr cool drum solo. Yeah, somebody put Windows 95 on a browser, and it was funny. And then somebody just released an ISO of Windows 95. They gutted a lot of stuff, and that's um, called Windows 95 Lite, I believe. Lite 95 is what they call it. Can you run it from your Mac or your... You have to have a PC to run it. Yeah, or you could do emulation. You could do it in virtual machine. So you run it off of your I internet operating system, your iOS. Yeah, you could do it out. You could do it anyway. Virtual machine, OS, Windows, Linux. That's pretty cool. You know. Hmm. 
operating systems, and then they would change, right? And then you'd always have to keep up being in IT. They'd always change operating systems, right? Yeah. Well, Apple still changes things on their phones and their accessories. The geek was trying me not to, to buy an Apple. The geek squads? The geek, yeah, the geek at T-Mobile, he said that the problem with Apple is they, ch they change things a lot. The Androids don't change as much. I mean, I don't know. I think they both do. I don't really agree with him. Yeah. I mean, you're either an Apple or you're the other guys. There's two so, founders. So the guy literally talked you out of it? Tried to, but he didn't. I stayed. I told him, I don't have a ch choice but to use iPhone. There's many reasons. It's a family reason. I choose to just stay with what I was told I had to stay with. Yeah. Yeah, I was told I need to stay with iPhone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I also love talking to those dudes at um, Geek Squad at Best Buy. Yeah. Those guys are hilarious. Well, you know. They have, they have an idea, but they have also their preference that goes through their ideas. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, be a geek, but you have to realize we're not all running the same software or not all buying the same hardware. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when uh, my bioinformatic, I think his name is, well, I know his name is David. I believe his specialty is bioinformatics, which I do believe that's face recognition. Oh, okay. He's an engineer for that. And he started out with Yahoo, but I don't know what he's doing now. He travels the world. He's like my family Snowden. Yeah. And I remember when it was Windows 90, whatever it was, and I was just starting to use my daughter's old iMac. Yeah. He was talking about Linux and all the other different computers that the mainstream do not buy. And yeah. there was another one besides Linux. He does. So, you know, he, he's familiar with all of them. Yeah. All the hardware. Of course, they would be. The geeks would be, right? Yeah, Geek Squad. Geek Squad would have to. Because they get called to do a little of everything. And what do they call it at the Apple Store? Nerds? They all have the blue shirts. They come up to you and they smile and they go, Hi, how are you today? What are they called over there? The, the ner nerd squad or what? I don't know. The nerds at Apple, whatever. Yeah. Basically, what they're called, quite honestly, is teenagers. They are they are the geeks of today. Teenagers. They aren't. I, I don't. I just don't see any of them that aren't geeks. They're all computer geeks, and they're at learning at lightning speed. Right now, my seven-year-old grandson and twelve-year-old are using a software. They're making movies. Yeah. But they're not making it 
Well, it's kind of interesting how they're making it. They're not making it by shooting video. They're making it by like putting a remote control car in a in a spot, and they shoot that screen. So they sell like 500 screens. They're going to go into thousands, making this car move all over the house. But they're not doing it by video. They're doing it by still screen. Does, does that all make sense? Oh, really? Yeah. So you shoot the picture, and it goes into the movie. It's kind of the way that I was showed in college. There must be something about that. Making a movie by shooting a still, and then you inch the item just a smidge, and then you shoot another still, and that's what they're doing. It's a software. They're making this car go, this remote control car that's not turned on, they're making it go all over the house by still, by wow. still shot. Smart kids. And then they play it and it looks like it's moving. Unbelievable. Well, I don't know what what this is about. <laughs> <laughs> these, you know? Yeah, these kids are going to rule the world. But they're into all kinds of stuff that we're like, okay, what is the point in that? And all I can do is observe because they're light years ahead of me. Hey, back in the 80s, we were playing Sink My Battleship. Yeah, and so, you know, they don't always stick to one thing. They compete with each other, you know. And uh, so, yeah, That's one sweet. of the neighbors, he's a big t- chess champion. It's Devin, or chess player, whatever. Yeah. And uh, he doesn't know anything about you to know anything about the Italian strategy or, you know, the other country's strategy. That's not how his family's teaching. Yeah, somebody from Argentina just contacted me and said, thank you for that question. He goes, I'm a chess teacher from Argentina. I'd like to introduce myself. He was really nice and formal and, you know, selling services. But he said, yes, the Italian, yes, he was so excited by my question. He said, yes, you can do the Italian game. That's a wonderful way to start. So, um, yeah, I found it, that yeah. interesting. The seven-year-old, maybe his family is teaching him that, but they're keeping it secret. I'm thinking that chess players do not want to tell their strategy. Why would they? Because then, you, if you're going to be their opponent, you're going to study their. Good day. This is your good friend, Pearl Sagan. And you are definitely listening to you, man behind the machine. Thank you.